Welcome to the Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast, a production of the Syndicate Network. Boston Sports Syndicate. I'm missing you back and back and back and back and back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place so your baby face it. And now, here's your hosts, Michael and Bill Travers. Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast. Michael Travers bringing it to you, and do not adjust your radios or your <laughs> twitch.tv slash the syndicate network settings. Bill is not here today. He is uh, actually he's on the road home, coming home from New Jersey, visiting his other son, so he was not able to make it in time for the uh, podcast. Um, safe travels. We'll miss you. But Come joining him, me. I mean, but joining me and replacing Bill today is Maddie D. Maddie, how's it going? What's up, everybody? Uh, it's going pretty good. I'm very excited to be here, and uh I don't know why you guys are crazy enough to keep having me back, but I'll keep coming. <laughs> we have to have you back for the positivity. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. It's all about the positivity because we're too negative, so we uh, we got to bring you in for the positivity. Um, and, as always, the uh, the thing that always breaks the internet every time we do it, we bring in the third member of our podcast, James Cam, coming in hot. James, how's it going today? It is Welcome, Maddie. Yeah. So we are going to do something a little different, and I am actually extremely anxious about this <laughs> because <laughs> because I don't I don't like doing this, but I figured you know we got we got we got mad in for Bill, so we'll try something different. You know, we'll see how it goes. We have no agenda. Nope, no. It is in a it is an uh, agenda free uh, episode, well, which this might be the shortest episode ever. So <laughs> it could Good be, night! or 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 it could be. Four hours long. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So I don't think Twitch is ready for four hours. The, the <laughs> marathon. I shouldn't say we have no agenda because we're still going to obviously talk about the Celtics, the Bruins, and uh, the Red Sox. I would assume we're not going to talk too much Patriots. There's not too much that happened. No. So, but no. nonetheless, um, does anybody have any quick thoughts to lead us off? I got one quick thought that's actually not sports related, and I'll keep the spoilers out of it, Mike. Endgame. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Incredible movie. And uh, bring some tissue. Did you see all of the? Did you watch all of the ones leading up to it? I've seen every one uh, except for Iron Man three randomly. I never saw and Captain Marvel. I haven't seen yet, but all the rest I've seen, and uh, I've watched Infinity War fifteen times. So I was going through the list because I want to see. Obviously, everybody's going to see Endgame. It's, gonna be, it's mm-hmm. like it, it. It will be the most watched movie. I feel like ever. It's at two point one billion right now. I yeah, think. that's absurd. But I went through, and I want to watch all of the Marvels, like all of the Marvels from start to finish. That's what I, that's what I'm currently doing. So I've mm-hmm. watched, I, I'm watching them in order that they're set, not order that they came out. So I okay. watched like the first Captain America, right? And right. then I just watched, I just watched the first Iron Man last night. But as I was going through the list of Marvel movies, there are more Marvel movies that I haven't seen than what I have. I've never seen an Iron movie, really? I, an Iron Man movie. Last not, not night one, was two, the three? first time I watched Iron Man one, and it. That's it. I haven't seen any either of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I saw one Thor of the three. Right. Like, it's been it, it's, tell the world what you first thought of Iron Man and then what you think of him now, because this is pretty funny. So I thought Iron Man was always kind of a uh, a wimp. Like I thought he was like lame. Okay. Because he's just like a guy with a suit. Yeah, he's just like, like I just thought like the th- like when you match him up against like a god in Thor or like a a, a fabricated man in Captain America right. or and like the Hulk who becomes this monster and then it's like Iron Man it's like eh, he's kind of lame I hear yeah it's like Robert, a Batman thing Robert Downey Jr. is oh yeah is a bad he's a bad man he is like he's that, incredible after watching Iron Man that movie was 
awesome. He set the tone in that first Iron Man. If it wasn't for him being so good, who knows what the universe would be it like was, today. That movie was so good. So good. So, so good. It set the tone. I'm like, Matt, I saw Endgame. Definitely do. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's I, good. I cried twice. Do, uh, do you have any quick thoughts, James, or is your quick thought just that you're a crybaby? Oh. <laughs> I, I already missed Papa T, man. <laughs> I had my shield already. Don't my quick th- me, but yeah, whatever. My quick thought is I love you three thousand. Is Oof. the is the debacle? Come on, Oof. the debacle that happened. Um, yeah, lost sound. Yeah, that's what happens all the time because you have to you have to fidget. We found that if you fidget with that thing, oh, we got we're back. Yes, as soon as that moves, like. The sound goes out in our headsets, but everybody can still hear. So like, oh, okay. it's, it's like this weird. We want to just slide it a little closer towards yeah, the absolutely. TV, and everything is everything is good. So, the debacle that was yesterday in the Kentucky Derby. Oh, that was weird. Didn't wasn't it just like so 2019 that they like crowned the champ? Like they say <laughs> this dude wins, and then instant replay takes over, takes and then it over. it's like 20 minutes later, this guy doesn't win. Like it was the right. most. It was like. They were, like, trying to, like, build the drama, and they're, like, interviewing, like, the owners, and, like, what do you think? Do you think your horse is going to win? He's like, I really want the judges to decide. Like, I'm not going to – I'm not – the stewards to decide. I'm not going to – I'm not going to say anything. They must have asked him 400 times if he thought his horse was going to win, and he said 400 times, I'm not deciding. I want, I want the steward to – I want the stewards to decide they're going to do their job. And it was just, like – it just, like, took away from the Kentucky Derby. Never mind the fact that it was pouring rain, and the, the course was a joke, and, like, I don't even – I don't know. Like I just, I, I just, I hated everything about what happened yesterday in the Kentucky Derby. The Derby's always weird too because you sit around, you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and the horses yeah. run for thirty seconds, right. and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. But they were like, you know what? Get into this. Let's let's dive right into this this Bruins p- playoff game right now. No, 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 no. no. Let's just, uh, let's let's start the Bruins. Yeah. Let's start the Bruins on a different channel <laughs> because we're waiting to see NBC if this horse. N- the Ocho. And the thing that I don't understand is, like, I get that the rule is that the horse has to stay in his lane and he's not allowed to think. The horse clearly left his lane. Oh, like, yeah. why did it take you 20 minutes to realize that the horse left its lane? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know my rear end <laughs> for my elbow when it comes to horse racing. No, no, no. And I could tell you that the horse came out of the lane. Right. Why did it take so long for them to watch the video? And it was what? like, I'm just like, wait, James, can you please push that thing? And 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 I'm just, like, sitting there, like, can I please get the Bruins game? Like, I, I, give me Doc Emmerich right now. Like, yeah, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear this guy just talking over and over and over about these horses. Watching the same video, uh, twenty minutes of the same video. They didn't even go to commercial. No, they just kept rolling and rolling. That's why the questions kept being so repetitive. You could have, you could have played, you could have played the race over like three or four times, right, beginning to end. Yeah, start to, from the point that they walked them all in and then ran, walked them all in and ran. <laughs> it could happen like four times before, before. <laughs> Before, like, they made the decision. And it was, I feel like it was obvious. I was shocked they didn't interview what Brady thought. I did, yeah. <laughs> it was Bra- Brady and Portnoy. I'm surprised they didn't get yeah. any FaceTime. Yeah. But uh, that was my that was my long, quick thought. My quick thoughts are never quick thoughts. They're always like a. They're good thoughts. They're like a long, extended segment. Wasn't um, it the, uh, the first time that's ever happened to in the history of the Derby that they. Uh, that there's been a DQ on right. a lane violation. Yeah. Or Which is interesting because it was like, really all it was was an animal being an animal. It was right. getting out of the way of the, the water and kind of slid over, and that's the first time it's happened. It's kind of crazy. Well, you have a, well, you think about this. Like, you have a, this these huge – I say huge, but they're, they're like these big, big no, animals big. running and 160,000 people screaming. Right. 
what the hell do you think is going to happen? Like, right. you, you, like, you don't think that horse is going to get spooked? And, like, Never. as it's coming around a turn on a slick course, it's not going to leave its lane? Right. Like, you know, it's like, it, but, yeah. I wonder, though, like you said, to bring it full circle, I wonder if this was 1984, if they even would have noticed it. They, they, no, there wouldn't have been a replay. Right. They just would have, it would have been what it yeah, was. It so been, I wonder how many. It is. Could have happened. But, yeah, 2019, of course, they're going to go to replay. Of, oh, yeah. Of course it's all about the replay. <laughs> the horse comes over an inch, but, you know, they, that, that pass interference in the NFC Championship game doesn't get reviewed. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's, I guess yeah. we could do a whole episode on replay and how yeah. much we hate Which replay. Which actually was where I want to start. And, if James, if you will kindly switch the screen to the Bruins. Can Ooh. I just go ahead. say you, one thing? Oh, hurry up. As, <laughs> as a fan of auto racing, what the horse did is in NASCAR what you call a slide drop. Perfectly illegal in auto racing. Hey, watch your mouth. This is a G, G podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a slide job, huh? Yeah, it's called the slide job. But okay. If, uh, you have to ask, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go to the Bruins? Yep. So, I learned something new this week. Now, I claim to be a hockey guy, which I am, I think. I'm a, a self-proclaimed hockey guy. You are a hockey guy. How crazy is it that in the world of replay, the puck can go out of play, come back into play, and then go in? The, I understand it's not the perfect strain of like it goes out of play, comes back into play, and then ends up in the back of the net. Right. That is not reviewable. Now that was probably it goes off the netting, comes back. The guy tried to shoot it. It got deflected over to Panarin, and Panarin put it in. That's probably what ten, fifteen seconds. Yeah, it was quick. Maybe all happened quick. That's not reviewable, but someone lifts their back skate off of the ice and is offside entering the zone, and three minutes can go by as long as the puck stays in the zone. They score a goal, and you can go back to three minutes when that little skate comes off the ground, and that's reviewable. That's crazy. How crazy was that goal? And also, I have a little bit of a bone to pick when it comes to – I mean, the rule is stupid. If the puck goes out of play, the puck goes out of play. They should have seen it, but they actually got the call right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, that's the the way that the rule is written. The refs knew it. They got it exactly right. Now, it doesn't take away from the fact that there's four officials that, you know, someone should have seen that puck hit the netting. Right. I don't think I've ever seen a puck hit the net and nobody saw it. That's that's crazy. I mean, the first to hit the net has to go pretty high, right? It, it has was, to go above the boards and everything. So, to be fair, so, like, everyone's, like, freaking out. The refs need to see the the refs need to see this. They need to make that call, blah, 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 blah. This needs to be reviewed, yada, 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 whatever. There were, like, 15 people on the ice at the time. You have both both goalies, obviously, mm-hmm. five skaters for each team, and four referees. My right. math was off. 14 people. No one saw that puck go out. None. That's insane to me that there were that many people on the ice and nobody saw the puck go out of play. Not one head crazy. Went, like looked up. No one. No like, one. No one. No one. Even in, like in real time, I didn't see the. I didn't see the puck. No. I didn't see the puck. James, what did you do to the James cam? It was somehow. I, it I somehow. It somehow didn't make it. I don't know. We, we, we were about off. to have a riot. <laughs> <laughs> Our, our our Twitch comments were, were <laughs> I, I could see it. I could see it on the TV. That's that's how I knew that James Cam was down. Um, but crazy to me that that's a legitimate goal, and and they got it right. That that is such a stupid in the day and age of replay. Everything is replayed. The Kentucky Derby got freaking replayed, mm-hmm. but this cannot be reviewed. Right. That is absolutely 
asinine. This could me. be. This could be. Do they, do they have meetings like the general manager meetings, like the they football do. and stuff, to kind of get do, over this? But, but but they don't. They want to take. They want to keep the human element in the game. Right. But like to me, there's no consistency there because now if it goes up the thing and and whoever it came down to tries to shoot it into the net. I don't know if it was Boone Jenner who seems to be everywhere this series, but I don't know if it was Boone Jenner, but he tries to shoot it in the net, and it goes in. Then it can be reviewed. To which I say, he tried to shoot the puck. So you and it got blocked and went right. directly to Panarin. And then he shot it in. It's not like he passed it across. He tried to shoot and it got blocked and then goes right. to Panarin and then he put it in. That's right. I, now, what if. Is that up to the referee's discretion? Like, could they. No, it's right. It, it, well, or does it have to directly go towards the net? It has no to, deflections, it has to no, come. So the rule reads something stupid like if it bounces off the back of the net and goes directly in. So, like, if it bounces off and then hits the goalie or something and goes in. Or if it bounces directly off the net, comes down, and the player that receives the puck shoots it in the net. So no alley-oops off the net. It's kind of yeah, the basically. dumb version of the basically, rule. Basically, yeah. yeah. Then it's allowed to be reviewed. But as soon as a different play is made, it's no longer allowed to be reviewed. And to me, the gray area is the player that got the puck off the net shot the puck. Right. It just got blocked. Like it right. happened to get blocked and go directly to Panarin. So just so in other words, if if that if whoever it was does, doesn't make a good defensive play and block that shot and it goes in the net, that's not a goal. Right. How like it's that's it's, crazy. That doesn't make like any sense. A, it makes zero sense. Couldn't, it seems like such a stupid rule. I never played hockey, so I wouldn't know this, but you did. It could anyone be good enough to throw it off the net and just pass it when it gets back to them? Like could this? Yes, but the, but but is that so crazy? I mean, it's I crazy know. because because in a in a in a normal world, the referee would see it bounce off the net. Right. It would be call it dead. dead. Okay. So like it, it you have it, to be so sneaky. Yeah. Like it, what happened? I feel like I've watched hockey since I was I don't know six, and I've never seen that happen. Right. Never. And when like when it came down, I fired up our Twitter and I started to tweet out, "No goal. That's coming back." And I thank God I didn't, because I would have looked like an idiot. Yeah. You know, because because I, I never look like an idiot ever. So. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, debatable. <laughs> shut, shut his cam off. This is usually this is usually when we step when when Bill will step in and say like Tampa Bay's a wagon. That's usually what. That's oh usually yeah, that I'm glad happens. we got that in because Tampa Bay is a wagon. You have to you have to sneak it in every every episode. <laughs> but um, anyway, that aside, the nice part about that Mama's is it didn't. T says that rule sounds like arena football. It do, it does yeah. it yeah. does it's like it's like that's like something the XFL would do. Like it's like this this league makes hey, no hey, sense. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, I said hey, it. Hey. Yeah, I said it. Hey. Um, hey. <laughs> what is happening? Less than an hour. Up, no, not going to be on for over an hour. But anyway, um, at least I hope not. <laughs> the nice part about it is is that that goal didn't end up affecting the game. Like right. At the end of the day, like it really, really, really did not matter. Um, so, Matty, you haven't been on with us in a while. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the current Bruins streak? I've, it's... It's been tough because I'm obviously, like everybody else, I'm very excited. I'm also expecting a lot now due to the the landscape of the playoffs. But there is one big asterisk, Bobrovsky. I mean, that guy has been absolutely insane. I know he gets over-aggressive, and they may have taken advantage of a little of that aggression yesterday. Um, but up until, well, I mean, all, uh, he's just, he's been, what's this, what's this the, the phrase you guys use last week? He's doing handstands. He's standing, on his head. he's standing on his head. Standing on his head. The guy's playing phenomenal, and it would be a shame. It's if if the, if this is how they lost. I mean, they they've got control now, and they're playing great, so they can't overcome this obstacle. But Bobrovsky's been a major, major obstacle in the playoffs. So the thing about Bobrovsky, you're right, he's been incredible. But you look back at some of the goals that the Bruins have scored on him, 
And it's like, that was weak. Like the goal that mm-hmm. Grizzlick scored, I think it was in game two. Yeah, game two. Right, where yeah, he just he two. just came in off the half wall, took a slap shot, and Borowski just didn't catch it. Like that's a weak goal. Mm-hmm. Krejci's goal last night, weak goal. Pasternak's goal last yeah. night. Which one? The one that went uh, arms. The what do you call it? Not not with the glove. It went to the pad. Right. You went to to his right. No. Yeah, no. 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 He didn't even. The, the, the two on one. No. The, I'm talking about the two on one that Pasternak had right after right after Columbus scored on a questionable goal that was reviewed. Right. The did you watch that when that when I was watching that on TV and the guy who was Brian Boucher? Yeah. He's like who's very very good. He's very good. You notice that they've gotten rid of Pierre Maguire? Yes. Pierre Maguire's yes. on the B team now. Yeah. He's yeah. He, he's he, he's with Joe Micheletti in uh in uh or Joe Micheletti in uh the the San Jose series. Yes. So he's the marquee guy on the West Coast. Right. That, but the West but, Coast they don't care because it's ten o'clock games. Right. And, but but the but the number one unit is Doc and Edzo. Mm-hmm. But Edzo's he's got cancer, so he's. Uh. He isn't. Uh, he hasn't been in the booth Ezra all was that at the much. Kentucky Derby. He was also at the Kentucky Derby, but he ha- like so. It's Doc, Mike Milbury, and Brian Boucher, who's mm-hmm. very, like Boucher. very good. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. He was just. He was. He was a goalie, right? Uh, he was for yeah, Philadelphia, yep. and he was talking about. He was. He was giving great insight. He was like, "All right, notice right here, Rask was talking to his defenseman. Usually, when I play goalie, and I was trying to sneak away something." You know, you try to get in communication, like, hey, I'm about to kick this out, or hey, can we help you pull this out? And that's exactly why those guys are there. Right. Like, that's exactly why he is on the A team now, and mm-hmm. he's not, He's it's no longer Pierre Maguire. Because if it's Pierre Maguire, Pierre Maguire would have said, oh, you can see here, Tuka Rass talking to Matt Grizzlick, who played his junior hockey, <laughs> and his junior coach said he was the greatest ever, and he grew right. up in Saskatchewan. <laughs> Matt Grizzlick grew up in Boston. But but it, it's just like, like but like the suburb of Saskatchewan. Instead of giving you like he's right there on the ice getting the feel for the game and instead of instead of telling you what he's what the game feel right. is or what's happening in the game, he's telling you about his juniors coach and how great his parents are. Like that's why you're on the beef team now. Right. He does a lot of that Little League World Series stuff. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Like, like Matt Grizzlick with the goal and his favorite player growing up was <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And like and then but but you're right, Boucher like he's like Tukarask knew. And he, yeah, he, he knew. popped up and he gave an example when he's talking about actual in game stuff. That was right. you're right, that is that was, that was very, awesome. very, very good. Because you know, I don't I play I don't play hockey I never played hockey. So right. hearing that was cool. He's like if you notice like his he didn't move his pad. If he didn't move his pad, that means he he's knew. trying to Prop it up it. against the post. Yeah, he's he's going to try to drag it out. So, on that goal itself, or this this is what happens when there's no agenda. But I was talking about the Pasternak goal and how that was a weak goal on Bobrovsky. So, Bobrovsky's been good, but then he lets in these weak goals, mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. But that goal last night, the, the they called it no goal on the ice, and then they reviewed it, and he said, the call is confirmed. We have a good goal. And I was like, wait a second. Right. You called it no goal on the ice. You can't confirm that. Like you could say it's it's reversed or overturned or whatever. Like the language is it is what it is, I guess. But when you looked at the replay, the puck went in the net. I'm Definitely. not disagreeing. Right. I'm not disagreeing that the puck didn't go in the net. But the rule is you need to definitively see the puck completely cross the line. Right. That's a standard instant in replay. Any of those everywhere. replays, did you see the puck cross the nope. line? I mean, I you see- saw the puck on the side of the net. Right, like you could see it through the yeah. side of the net. That's where they have that clear uh, right. plastic Which, on the again, bottom. Boucher brings yeah, up a that's great why I know point this, by yeah. him, and like you could see the puck there, but could you see if the puck was completely over the line? No. Could you see if it? Could you like you could see the black mark? Like you could see it in real time. You or I guess not real time, but when they showed the the replay, the in, last replay in real they showed time, before they announced it, you saw a black dot right, right where the bat right. is. But could you see it completely over the line? You have to no. go all the way over the line. Yeah. The above cam. Could you see it over the line? No. no. The behind can. Could you see no, it over the I line? Couldn't. Then how do you call that a goal? I don't know. It was one of it was one of those. It should have stayed what it was on the call. What the call was, it should have stood. 
And maybe that would, do you think they, do you think they had a little airhead moment? No, he because did say, like you said, he said it stands, but confirm the goal. It, I mean, he could have just been wrong in right. his in his verbiage or whatever. But when it happened, I was like, "What?" It, like, I agree. Yes, the puck went in the net, but mm-hmm. by the letter of the law, you need to see that puck completely cross the line, and there right. needs to be white there for sure. Could you see that? I couldn't see any. I couldn't see it at all, I, I, unless they have like a unless they have like a camera inside the net, like which they do. But Rask was blocking it. Yeah. So I just. And that one could have affected the outcome of the game because oh, it gave sure. Columbus a spark. I mean, it sparked that, what was it, six goals in the amount of... Six goals in seven yeah. minutes. It was a blitz. Six goals in Absolutely. seven minutes. That was awesome. Minutes. You know what's funny? You said you were about to tweet something and then kind of yeah. wait a second. I, yeah. I was just about to tweet what a goaltending game this was. And then that goal went in. I was like, let me wait. And then it was 2-1. I was like, you know, me... and then it was just like, goal, 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 same thing, goal. Same thing. I had my own take because once I got the text message, I have no agenda. I had my own take of how... Uh, Columbus game, they won at home, game game three, right? Yes. Okay, that was like their Stanley Cup game because the way they were celebrating with the goalie, like all giving them hugs and all like pumped up. Why you look at other goalies in the playoffs and they're like, thank you, thank you, headbutt, headbutt, like he was like, yeah, woo. They did come out flat yesterday too. Yeah, so they haven't been good. No. That's true. They, they really haven't have been, been good. good. As a team, they have not been good. Now, Bobrovsky's been very, very, mm-hmm. very, very, very And Jones good. has played good, too. And, but the crazy thing is, for as good as Bobrovsky has been, Rask has been better. Yes. Rask has been the best mm-hmm. goaltender in the playoffs. He's made such timely saves, which is which I did not know he was capable of. Capable of. that save he made last night on Atkinson, on, on Saturday night on Atkinson, where Atkinson had, there was, Atkinson could have stopped Ate a cup of, of of tea and then proceeded, and there was nobody around yeah. him. Like literally, nobody was anywhere near him. And Rask came up huge, stopped yep. like three or four times. He yep. had like three or four opportunities in there. Like it's 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 he's been so so good. And the best thing is, is he looks so confident. He does. Like and that's always been his thing. When he's high, he's, he's the best. He'll make like he made a save. Last, I don't know if it was last night or the game before that, where the shot came. He made a glove save and didn't. He didn't pimp it. He did like he just made the glove save. He pushed away from the traffic coming in and just calm, cool, and collected threw the puck down and and, and swatted it over to the faceoff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Whoa, this dude is locked." Is goalie a position where like the coach can get in your head and get you focused and get you no. dialed in? No, no, it's something you got to do on your own. As a goaltender, you're on an island because right. what happens is if you're playing great, you get all the glory. But if you give up a goal, if you give up a weak goal, it's all on right. you. Regardless of what happens, like if Atkinson had scored last night, it would have been Rask's fault. Not, I'm not saying it would have been Rask's fault. That would have been Twitter the would have blamed yeah. Rask. And like, right. there's like. I think it was Chara. Someone turned the puck over, and then, like I said, he could have had a cup of tea, and, and then and then proceeded to go in. But it would still would have been Rask's fault. You need to make right. a timely save there. That's, he, that's what the narrative. Was he there. might be their most polarizing name in terms of negativity. You don't see a lot of negativity on other players. Rask, he he weighs all of that on his shoulders. So it is good to see, like you said, him playing with confidence, him playing with focus. Did you think at all at the end of that game yesterday where he started to see some cracks, or do you think that was just the nature of the game getting high paced? Well, the game, the game sped up, and it took the Bruins by surprise. The third goal, which was the slap shot from the point, I don't think anybody's stopping that. That was right. a missile. Right, That yeah. That, that was a one-time was missile. I don't, remember, I don't even remember how the second goal was scored, to be honest with you. The first goal I know was the, was the, was the weak goal with the, with the pad thing, and then the third goal was the rifle. I don't remember how the second goal was 
But I honestly, I think I said, I think I talked about this last week with the Bruins. It's like back in like 2003, 2000, 2000, like that time frame when the Red Sox played the Yankees and it was a close game, you knew the Red Sox were going to find a way to lose. Right. With the Bruins, I feel it's the exact opposite. Now, I'm not saying that the Bruins are necessarily going to win. Like, I just maybe feel like the opponents are going to like lose. Like, Game 7 against Toronto, there's no way the Bruins are losing that game. That's how, that's, how, that's how I feel about most of these games when it's a close game towards the end. It's like, this is going back and forth, back and forth. I don't see the Bruins losing this game. Well, that's what it, just like they get that first goal, immediately they put one in the net. Then they yeah. tie, It was felt like, which I'm sure we'll talk about this later on in the show, they are, they are the anti-Celtics right now. The Celtics get a little bit yeah. of pushback, they crumble. Yeah. Bruins get a little pushback, they almost they fight rally. harder. They rally, yeah. No, they're, they're... That last goal last night, now, Pasternak gets the credit, but that pass from Marshand, oh. Oh, my God. Almost took my, just for Almost took my pants off. <laughs> oh, my God. What, like, like, this, that, oh, my God. He, he had a great, he hasn't been good, but he had a great game last night. Mm-hmm. Pass I got no score twice. I still don't think he particularly had that great of a game. What do you think? It's his thumb? What do you no, think it is? No, I'll tell you what it is as soon as I, as soon as I answer Grez's question because he asked for an update on McAvoy. Okay. Um, from what I hear, my sources. Okay. Belichick. Sound bite. Fine. He's fine. He's fine? He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you see the, did you, did you see the replay of what he did last night? So it was like the last, like, so the game ended with it him basically falling game. on the puck. Right. Someone was winding up to take a slap shot. It might have been Panarin. Wounding up, take a one timer. He dives and sticks. He literally stuck his foot out to block the shot. Like there was no need for you to do that, dude. Right. But he was just like <laughs> he was just like boom. Like Rask was like sitting there waiting. <laughs> get, and, you, and, get your foot out. But McAvoy's way. like, nah, let me kick it. And he sticks his leg out. Right. And he and he he's just playing <laughs> reckless right now. Blocked it. Like what are you doing? Sometimes he passes. I'm like, hockey players could, are insane. Yeah. Like How, you're what? Here, let me break my foot while my, my goalie's standing there perfectly fine. On a game break. that's basically over. All right. Like, my, my mom was watching the game, and she goes, what is going on? I go, yeah, chaos. Yeah. McAvoy <laughs> just wants hockey. to have mom, fun. <laughs> mom, chaos. That's what's going on. And then he lays on the puck, and all I can think of is, like, all those dudes are going to be jamming with the stick. Like, you can't protect enough parts of your body when you're, when you're laying. Like, right. you have to protect your face. You have to protect but your, I do your respect, you know what. You're I love like, this, yeah. except one player that actually tried because – it was three of them around him, and only one actually tried to go for the buck. The other let me one, guess. It was, let me guess. It was it was Savard. I, <laughs> I, I don't know if it was Savard. I forgot one number. It was probably Savard. I think my guess would be Savard or Anderson because those two are I think it's absolute Anderson. clowns. I think it's Anderson, but every other Columbus player just stood there and watched, and one is like just poking, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, poking a bear with a stick. Stupid. Um, another thing I want to touch on with the Bruins. Um, one well actually one is Pasternak which which we'll talk about now and the other one I'll save for a little bit but Pasternak the way that he so he had he scored two goals he was the he was the syndicate first star last night for the game and if Rask, it, didn't, it, give, it, if Rask didn't give up those three goals he would have been first star I could argue that Burge, mm-hmm. that uh, Marshan could have even been the first star because he had he had a goal and two assists but yeah he, especially with that dime he like you oh said oh my god what a pass. beautiful. But Pasternak, he had, while he had a good statistical game last night, I still don't think he's been good. So here's what I think. You say, is, he, is it his thumb? No, it's not his thumb. The dude lost all of his confidence, and then he doesn't have a line. They which, do keep which, messing with him. Which I, which I screamed about last podcast, so yeah. I'm not going to scream about it this podcast. But he doesn't, like, you're putting him on the first line, the second line. Shift to shift, game to game, it's changing. He's in the first line, he's on the second line. Then, Bruce Cassidy, the, the genius, air quotes, 
Bruce Cassidy puts him on the third line for practice, and I think he started game four, three, four, one of the games, whatever, on the third line. To which I said, what are you doing? Your most productive line through games one and two, and even game seven in the Toronto series, mm-hmm. was Charlie Coyle and Marcus Johansson. Now you're going to take a guy who's snake-bitten and forcing it and put him on that line? Right. Like, that was your most productive line that you've had, and now you're ruining it by putting a guy who looks like the Monstars came down and took his talents away it from does. him. It does. He can't do it. His passes are going. How about when he had the puck on the point in the power play, and he's looking with his head up, which is a good thing. That's how you're supposed to play. He goes to make the pass, and the puck literally just didn't go with him. Right. He picked his head up. His blade came off. The puck slid under, and he's like, uh, pass. Nope. It literally looked like, in my head, I saw the, the Space Jam scene when, when like Muggsy Bogues like... is dribbling. You know when Muggsy Bogues is yeah. dribbling and it comes in and takes his powers and the ball just stays and Muggsy right, Bogues is like dribbling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Ex- that's, what I, that's what I envisioned in my head happened to David Pasternak on that play. Whoever has that hockey puck, we'd like it back, please. <laughs> yeah. We need Pasternak. <laughs> Um, and then it, and then he then he scores two goals and like everybody forgets that he's had a bad game. So right. my other thought that was that hockey put on, puck must have the Tampa Bay Lightning powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the casualty. So, it's a Boston's so, fan. So, so, so I actually so I, what you're saying is so what you're saying is John Tortorella is in charge of the <laughs> monsters. <laughs> he actually he would play that Danny DeVito character pretty well. He is the bad guy in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have I started? <laughs> But no, <laughs> the other thing I thought of in, 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 the, in the in the day episode and age, title in the, in the day and age where everything is like a stat, like this is the most most blah 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 since blah blah blah. We always talk about yeah. this. The only thing I think of is like Bruce Cassidy was like going next level, and he's like, I want to break the record for all time turnovers on a line in a game and put Charlie Coyle and David Pasternak on the same <laughs> yeah. line together. They'll have like sixty turnovers yeah. between the two of them in the game. So that that was like that's next level thinking by Cassidy. Whatever he did, it, it actually has sort of worked out. He inserted David Backus back in the line. Backus He's has been good, good He's on that Krejci good. line. So it's like, wouldn't it be something if like Backus has been here for three years and like Krejci and Backus have always been there, but they've never really played together, and now all of a sudden, yeah. Backus is the solution to that right wing right. for for Krejci. Like wh- that would that would absolutely be crazy. Is that just because he's like solid? He's like a tough guy. He's been around for a hundred years. He just knows his role. Is that what they needed? It's, it's more so that he can he can play different roles now. He. He's not the goal scorer that he was when he was in St. Louis, right. and the game has gotten faster, and it's kind of left him behind. But in the playoffs, the game gets heavier, especially against this Columbus team. Oh yeah, Columbus is kind of full of goons. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Like, they're they're complaining about Marshan with the little punch in the head thing, which was stupid. Yeah, that was he probably should have been suspended. right. Right, if he would have been caught, that would have been bad because that probably, was pretty pretty rat like. He probably should have been suspended, but mm-hmm. he wasn't. Either here nor there, I guess. But. Watch. Do me a favor. Typical Boston fan. Next, no, no one. No, no one cares. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not your typical Boston fan. But like he. If it was Kadri, okay. But here's the thing. Over. Here's the thing. He probably should have been suspended. He wasn't. Move right. on. Like if like if Kadri got suspended for two games, yeah, he probably should have gotten more. But it wasn't. Move on. If Kadri mm-hmm. didn't get suspended at all, probably should have. Whatever. He didn't. Move on. That's how. That's how I feel about it. like like the league looks. It's. It's not like. It's not like the league is like, oh, I don't like the Bruins would probably lose a game without Brad Marchand, so we can't suspend him. That's not how it works. No, they like, the league doesn't care. That. The league doesn't care about the Bruins. I think the the NHL is probably the best at being consistent with these disciplines. Yeah, yeah. Also, for the, I mean, for the most part, they are. It, there's there's some that are weird, like Malkin and McDavid. Like there was like something that went on there, 
earlier in the season where like Malkin did something and got one game. McDavid was like a first time offender, was even a questionable and he got like four and they, everyone's like, Why? Right. But but so he didn't get suspended, whatever it is what it is. But next game, watch Savard. David Savard, I wanna say. James, you might have to look up his number. Fifty nine, I think. For the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's a defenseman for the Blue Jackets. He could be the dirtiest player on the ice. Yeah, I, I noticed him a lot. I heard his name a lot, too. Savard and Josh Anderson. David, the you two are correct. Of them. David Savard, number 59? Oh, uh, no, I lost it. <laughs> but the two of them could be the dirtiest two players on the ice. Right, and, they should just and, let them fight. They, they should just fight each other. Just fight each other, yeah. 58? Yep. 58. I knew it was it was 50-something. Because, you know, no, no good player would wear a number in the 50s, so it has to be some scrub. Um, <laughs> to me, Columbus is beating themselves, though, by only playing three defensemen. It was right. Josh Anderson that poked McAvoy. Shocker. 77, Josh yep. Anderson. Yep. Shocker. And what number it was. Shocker. Ray Bork. Um, Columbus is being themselves. They're only, they're only playing three defensemen. Seth Jones is playing like 36 minutes incredible a night. Incredible minutes. I mean, he's a credible athlete, but still you can't run him into the ground like this. Did you, did you see what they did last night, though, on Saturday? They dressed seven defenders. They dressed. They dressed. Seven demons. Some dude from the from from the KHL played his first ever NHL game last night. Game five on the road, and and John Tortorella is going to dress this guy. Dad and something off. Obviously, he's Russian, so it's something off. And Garavkov. Sure, Garavkov. Yeah, defenseman. Forty four. Yeah, Gabrikov. That's what it Gav- is. Yeah, because I kept thinking uh, he was not the one. Knowing. He's the one that Pasternak blew by at the end of the game to 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 get past him to tap that puck in. Vladis Vladislav Gavrikov. Yeah, yeah. Some some pad that guy. Off. Hey, I, at least I'm not the only one that's not saying. Wow. Thank you, Daddy D. Wow. You're saying. But yeah. <laughs> who knew the ticket to the podcast was not knowing how to pronounce names? Well, to be fair, B- Bill doesn't mispronounce names. He just gets the names completely wrong. Yeah. He'll just like say Sorry. it's one person. <laughs> <laughs> He'll say oh, it's one person. But it side note, because it, it is agenda free. I saw a license plate that said Sully. I almost texted a group chat. I forgot. I couldn't get my camera out fast before it took off. I was going to text Bill. I see the GM of the, of the, of the Bruins driving around downtown New Bedford. Sully! <laughs> Classic. Classic BSS. Um, no. <laughs> so Columbus is being themselves. They're not playing. They're playing three defense, and yet they dress seven. I, I could not wrap my head around why Tortorella would do and their rotation was essentially the same, even with the additional defenseman, no? Yeah. Like they, they didn't get a lot of minutes. No, they they play Seth Jones and Zach Rowenski and, and David Savard. Those are, like, their right. three guys. And, like, the rest, like, rotate. And it's like, what, are those guys tired? They play eight minutes a night. Right. He hasn't tired? played in two months, so he must be so tired. Like, what? I, I just, I couldn't, I could not wrap my head around it. Last thing about the Bruins, because we actually have other teams to talk about before this, um, before uh, he can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before before we spend for a full forty five minutes on the Bruins, um, Brandon Dubinsky is trolling the entire city of Boston. He's the one who looked dead into the camera after Game Two when they asked him about what the what he thinks the crowd will be like in in Columbus, and he looks he's literally doing the interview talking to probably Brian Boucher, and he looks dead at the camera and he goes, "I can tell you it'll be a hell of a lot louder than it was here tonight." And I'm like, "What is this guy doing?" Like, who does he think he is? Like, you're a fourth-line scrub right. now. <laughs> like, you're literally, like, when you were in New York, you were a good player. Now, who even are you? Like, you're lucky to still have a job. Right. And they then, are loud. And then he does, and then he does, okay. Columbus is not a real hockey, like, this is such, this is such crap 
This is like this is this go. is Yes, this I got is, him go. triggered. This You're is welcome, such crap. Oh my god, I'm ready for such, this. Such such crap because the you're not a real. You're not a real hockey city. You don't eat, like. You didn't care. There are empty seats in that stadium all season long. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they sweep. They sweep the Lightning, and now everyone in that city is suddenly a, a hockey fan. Right. Everyone has jerseys, but they're all the same freaking jersey because like they just got them. They, <laughs> that was like the Rays when the Rays made their run. Have, they all have yeah. Vladislav right. whatever offs jerseys they have because they just Jones. made them this week and they had to run out and buy them, and that's all they had. Like, right. The, yeah. You're not a real like. You're barely even a city to begin with, right? And and you're certainly not a hockey city. And no, literally nobody cares. Your two best players, Bobrovsky and Panarin, want out because they can't stand playing there. Like this, this is like now all of a sudden they're like a, a hockey hotbed. Them right. in Carolina, I all of a sudden these are hockey hotbeds. Uh, well, like, like think of what could be. I mean, if if everything went a certain way, you could have San Jose versus. Uh, Carolina. Car- no, no. I'm saying in the West, it would be San Jose. They would take on another Either small St. Louis or Dallas. Or Dallas, right, Dallas. And then it's you could also have Carolina series. versus Columbus. Oh, yeah, well, what Columbus is this, the MLS? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I was MLS thinking of. MLS references. Like, it, it's I just, love it. I, I, it it's, 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 you're not a, like, you're, you're not real. No, no. It'll be empty again next year. Yeah, exactly. Panarin, when, you when guys are. Two, the, when your two best players leave, right. and now nobody's, you're not going to know anybody. You're going to have a lot, you're going to have a team full of Boone Jenners and, <laughs> and Brandon Dubinsky's like, this is 2008. And Seth Jones will be forcing his way out soon yeah, enough. And, don't yeah, you, you have don't Seth wait for Jones that. And, and Zach Rowenski, and nobody even knows who these guys right. are because they play in Columbus. Columbus. They're, they're big crew fans over there, the Columbus crew. Oh, my God. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, and they're lame cannon. Like, it's just such a it's such a lame, like, oh, And you're taking God. on an original six city. Like, yeah, right. Like, like are you serious? This isn't, like, we're not, you're not talking about Carolina here. You're not talking about some warm weather city. You're talking about Boston. Like, yeah, this is yeah, yeah. the hockey hotbed. Yeah. And you're saying, no, oh, no, nah, we'll be way louder in Columbus. It is, it is such, it was, it's like. He's yeah. such a, he's such a. And then they have yeah. they have that cannon that like makes everybody deaf, so they have to <laughs> yell over each other. Like they're just ha- they're not even cheering; they're just having normal conversations. But their eardrums are blown out from the cannon that they have there, so they're all talking loud. Right? If they muted if they muted everything around the fans, like, hey, did you see the Columbus Crew game yesterday? What a goal! <laughs> Seth Jones, that's the new forward, right? Oh, that's the guy who's playing right now. I didn't even know. You're so right. Like it's it's, it's Wichita, it's, way better than Columbus. Wichita, yeah, shout out Wichita. We it's love like, you, Wichita. It's like it, it, it's just like it's. Oh my God, Brand Dubinsky! And then in his post game interview, he's wearing a Milwaukee Bucks hat, and it's like, <laughs> what so you're just you trying do? to, t- yeah, yeah, he's trolling, trolling all of Boston. Like you're so irrelevant that did you- he not watch baseball? Like what happened with Aaron Jones? What happened with Alex Bregman? Like don't troll us. Yeah, when yeah, you, tr- true, yeah, true. you troll, it doesn't really work out. Oh. But it's just like you're trying, like you're you're so irrelevant that now you're trying to to troll the city, and it's like. The funny thing is, like, there were some boos when he when he got the puck, but like he never got the puck, so they didn't right. even have a chance to boo him. Everyone's like, "Where's that guy? Yeah, he's like, Where, <laughs> is he even playing this game? Where's that? Where's that New York Ranger?" Meanwhile, the, no one in Columbus was even. Columbus did like a one point one rating yep. because the crew played last night. Right. Legitimately, the crew, yeah. they played last night. And the, they actually do the have game. fan base. Like, I know, the Columbus crew does actually have a fan base. I know, yeah, because they were going to transfer to Austin, and the whole like Columbus crew fan base was like, "Hold on, wait a minute, we're not trans changed." Locating this Austin. Yeah, like, you gotta you gotta compete. For, you gotta really fight for your team when you're the fourth market in Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> they might be the fifth or sixth market because you you have the soccer team and then Ohio State football. Oh, when yeah, the bi- that is the biggest. Right, thing. that's and, like one. And, of, and, and, and she, they they just suck. Let's got one they question. Suck. I got one more question. I know the answer, so I'll give it. I'll I'll present it in a different way. 
On a scale of one to five, your Bruins feelies. I know you're not gonna say yes, but maybe Please a one give to five. the right answer. A, so, a five I, being a five being super feelies, mad feelies, bro. I'll give you a four. All right, damn it. Let's go. I'll Damn give it. you a four, Let's and the go. only reason why I'm giving you a four is because their road to the Stanley the Cup road, yes. is so easy. Oh yeah, they're playing. They're if they win this series, which by the way they're playing a wild card team right now. Yes, this is the wild card one. Seed. They fought to the the last game of the season, right? To get. Oh, I'm in. sorry, wild card two seed. They're the they're the lowest seed remains. Mm-hmm. So this is the wild card two seed. Carolina, who's waiting for them, is the wild card one seed. Yes. Like they're like they would go through both wild cards. Right. Like so their road to the their road to win the, okay, Feelys to win the Stanley Cup? 3. Okay. Feely Feelys to get to the Stanley Cup? Four. 4. Okay. Because they they should be there at this point. Right. Now it's like now it's very very disappointing if they don't if they don't get there. Especially going up 3-2 cuz cuz you're playing yeah. you're playing Columbus and then Carolina, two not even real cities and Carolina like they they're, Are a they're bunch like, of jerks. They're they're like a very very good story, but like this mm-hmm. Cinderella story is like it's gonna end. Like now now Carolina screwed themselves because Carolina was riding the high. They beat Washington in seven games. They rolled the high into New York, mm-hmm. and now they swept. And now they're just gonna have to sit there. They have to watch, yeah. And 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 that you saw what it did good. to Columbus to start. Mm-hmm. Like I mean Columbus, like they rode the high of, of Tampa, and like you should have just kept playing, kept going. That when you're riding momentum, you need. Mom- Remember the Rockies in 2007? Yeah, they were riding that yeah. that that huge huge hot streak, and then they had to wait for the Sox, and the Sox blew the doors off. Sometimes you once you're if you're building off momentum, you must have that momentum. Yeah, you got to keep it. You got to keep skating. You got to keep playing. In a slow start, what if the if, you know they're gonna have to go to Boston? So they have to come to Boston. They're gonna have to come out hot. If yep. Bruins, you know, if they can get Patty Columbus and they slap them in the first game, that's gonna be bad for Carolina. Great yep. for Boston though. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good road right now for Boston to get to the center. Now mm-hmm. you still have some really really good teams like Dallas is very right. good, finding their stride at the right time. St. Louis has, has a hot goaltender for the last like three months. Right, San Jose's. Always a good team. Very, very good. Always a good team. And whoever San Jose is playing, Colorado, Colorado who has goalie problems, but their 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 team is very, very good. They've got goalie issues. But and they also have one of the best, like maybe the best player in the tournament left, right? McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon's real good. They got a real good defender in, in mm-hmm. Tyson Barry. Like they're they're a good team. They're a very, very good team. All right, James, switch it over to the we're gonna we're gonna go way over. This is what happens when there's no agenda. Mm-hmm. Switch it over to the Celtics. We'll stay in the playoffs. Matt, just give me your thoughts on the Celtics. You know what's insane about the Celtics? They're the exact opposite of what the Bruins are. They're the exact opposite, but and the NBA sucks. My feelings for the Celtics haven't changed since Thanksgiving. I don't know. I this is it. They blow out the Bucks, thirty points in Game One. This is it. Nope. Then they get nope. blown out. Then they get blown out. Then they lose they at, home. at home. Get blown out at home. And Giannis just looks like. And yes, you people are crying about the refs. I don't like doing that personally. I don't like crying about the refs, especially in a game like basketball that. You just—it's basically a game of hot streaks within the game. I won't cry about the refs, but there's validity to what people. Oh, are sure. There's always validity, but that's not why they're—they've lost two in a row. No, 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 no. But but the especially the third game. We which, might have which, a special guest. Which is the third game at home, which means which means the dogs are gonna go crazy when when so oh, so so special special guests will be Mifflin and Dexter, the two dogs. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the. Game three, which was the first game at which was their first game at home, the one that they just lost. Mm-hmm. I sat down and watched the whole thing from start to finish, which was my first mistake. Yeah, it's about three my and a half quarters of boring. My first thought watching that game is, there's no way the Celtics are going to win this game because Gian- if I'm Giannis Antetokounmpo 
It's a Takupo. If I'm the Greek Good freak, I'm taking the ball to the hole every mm-hmm. single time because Celtics didn't really have an answer, and when the Celtics had an answer, he got a whistle. Oh, he had 22 shots from the free throw line. He, every single time, if, if Milwaukee hit their free throws in that game, they score like 150 points. Right. Well, they, they scored 123. They, they legitimately, every time Antetokounmpo got the ball in the paint, the ball either ended up in the, in the net, in the hoop, or got a foul mm-hmm. without fail. And he only shot the ball 13 so many, times. There were so many things like I was watching, and I was like, that's a foul? Right. Like, this is a foul? Like, what, what do you mean that's a foul? It's tough, too, because he's so strong that on the court you might hear a slap. But on the TV, you just see him power through three guys. Maybe, but like it just—it just again. I'm not one to complain about the refs either. But watching that game, I was like, they can't stop him because if they do stop him, he ends up getting a free, he ends up, he right. ends up getting a, a call. And it's the NBA, like you said, they're going to have if they want this to go seven, they're going to orchestrate it to go seven. They—I hate how they can—they have such a a, a, ga- a like a their hand on the pulse of the game. But for the Celtics right now. I don't know what to think because they've been doing this all year long. What do you? What are your thoughts on Kyrie and him? Him calling himself a, a genius. Do you see that? Uh, Kyrie, if, if my you man. Wanna, if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about the game, if you want to talk about the game, and you want to talk about, um, if you want, if I lost my train of thought, I was reading. I was reading, reading the, the connection. Chat. Yeah, yeah I saw the thing. The, yeah. cha- the chat. It, it, it's not frozen. It's it's uh, it's her connection, but. That's sometimes hard for her to understand. Technology. Um, but no, but the, uh, the, the quote was something along the lines of, if you, if you want to talk about basketball, you want to talk about the game, we can talk about the game because I'm a genius. But you want to talk about off-the-court stuff, I'm out. He literally said, I'm a genius. Wait, so I got two things about that. First, you always let someone else call you a genius. <laughs> Wait, you always what? let someone else call you tough, and you always let someone else call you funny. Because if you call yourself those three things, guess what? You're not funny, you're not tough, and well, you're I'm, not smart. Well, I'm kind of funny. Okay. So. I, I, I am kind of Yeah, but funny. we call you funny. We tell you I mean, funny. I just hear all the laughs, and I just know Yeah, we funny. tell you you're funny. Yeah. I mean, you make when I'm listening. I'm not on the show. I'm listening at work. I laugh out loud. <laughs> okay. So, I'm about to say something. Wow. I'm not going to be. No one's going to be. It better saying. be a hot take. You said on the Oh, it you, is, you it be is hot. a hot take. I'm done with Kyrie. I will pack his bags and ship him somewhere else. I am completely done are you with gonna rent, Are you going to rent the U-Haul to move him out? I, I will rent the U-Haul. Ready, Matt? Oh, <laughs> later. <laughs> Snap him out. Let me, hold on. Let me mute his microphone. All right. He's really gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm always uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, obviously. Yeah, um, I, I'm done. I don't, it's so crazy because I... If I would have, if you would have asked me literally every day of the season, if you said to me, Matt, what do you think? I would have been like, he's coming back, baby. He's gone. He's coming back. He's gone. <laughs> I don't know to this minute of this day. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't does, know. Neither does Kyrie. Kyrie doesn't know what he's going to do. He should. He's a genius. Kyrie has no clue what he's going to do when it comes time to make this decision. I'm telling you, he's going to wake up in the morning, drop a drop a drop a deuce in the toilet, and 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 just and like he might like look at the deuce and see if it makes a C or if it makes like a different letter, and then he'd be like, well, it looks like I should probably. Play for the Celtics. What did oh, I eat? Or, that or, is orange. I should go to the Knicks. <laughs> or the Illuminati, like yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The I and everything. I or, do think, or, or or he's gonna wake up that morning, call Kevin Durant, and say, "Hey, Kevin, what's you your going? plan?" And then wherever Kevin Durant says he's going, that's where that's where Kyrie's gonna go. Yep. Like he legitimately, I don't think he, he knows. It's to, it's getting to the point too. 
I wouldn't doubt if the Celtics lose to the Bucks. You remember that iconic shot of LeBron taking his jersey off the second he hit that that second. Watch for that with with Kyrie. He loves LeBron so much. If they lose in this series, watch for the jersey pull. Watch for it, and that will be your indicator right there. You think See, they're I, gonna wear black again? Didn't they wear black in the first game? Yeah, and they yeah. and they oh, won. Yeah, I don't know. I don't read into that too much. What I do want to say is, James, last time we met, you were you were here saying that Milwaukee's not that good of a team. Milwaukee isn't. How are you feeling about that now? They're, they're not. Celtics are just falling apart. They're not that good. So if the Celtics weren't falling apart, we would be having a different conversation. Conversation right now. Well, last podcast I said the the Bucks don't scare me. I still don't think the Bucks scare me, but Antetokounmpo scares. Me. He's a great player. He's a, he's he's a good player, but like I didn't think he would single handedly be able to beat the Celtics. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are too much game in th- their own head. Game three. He kind of single-handedly beat the Celtics. 32 points. Like, dominated. Like, he took over that game. He changed it. Like, if the Celtics can get out and run, they're a better team. Mm-hmm. Because the Bucks want to slow the game down, get the, get the ball to Giannis, and, and let, him, get him, let him slow it down and get inside. Yeah, the Bucks Which is hard to believe Jim. because there was, like, a, a 300 points scored in that game. Right. But. No, but you're right because that, that's what they, they play that classic. You, you guys ever seen kicking and screaming Will Ferrell? Yeah. Get the ball to the Italians? Yeah. That's how they play basketball. Yeah, get it. Yeah, get, get to the ball to the honest. Greek. Which is, which, is, which is fine. And the, the thing is, if you're going to let him get 30, what, 32? 32. 32, whatever. If he gets 32 and, and everyone else gets four, mm-hmm. six, you're fine. Or if it's like a meaningless 32. Right. It's at the end of a blowout Right, or right. But, but what's happening is he's getting, he's getting 32, but he's, the other guys are also now mm-hmm. filling in. Who's the dude where literally all he does is hit threes? Chris Middleton. No, 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 no. He's a white guy. Uh, the Eli Sova? Yeah. All he does literally is, I don't even think he goes in. I don't think he knows how to go inside of the three-point line. He just mm-hmm. stands outside the three-point line, waits, catches, shoots. That's they have a he few does. guys Does like he even that. dribble? No. I don't think he even dribbles. Brooke Lopez, their center, is a seven-foot-two three-point shooter. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's honestly kind of a joke. Because if you could, like, this is what I said, let Giannis be Giannis. Let him get his. If he's beating you with twos inside, you're good enough that you should be able to hit your threes mm-hmm. and hit your shots. Like, Kyrie is dominating whoever whoever it is is covering him. Doesn't matter, yeah. Like, they made, they it, build it, up Bledsoe to be a guy to stop him. He is not doing it. George Hill's not doing it. The, 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 the handles on Kyrie Irving is stupid. Mm-hmm. Stupid. He might be the best dribbler in the NBA history. Yeah. Like, yeah. His moves in the... Which, this is why I get so frustrated with this team. Game one, he's taking guys in the post looking like Kobe. Yeah. Shooting guys, taking guys off the dribble looking like James Harden. And, I mean, he's still playing okay, but... He didn't have a good second game. He didn't have a great second He would nine points in the Nobody second Nobody had a good whatever. second game. Nobody had a good second game. That so, was, like, that, that, that is what it is. And, but game three, I think he was actually pretty good. He was. He scored a bunch of points, and he was pretty good. So, like, but that's, that's the scary part is when the team has a good game... If you lose Kyrie, if you lose Kyrie Irving as the Celtics, you're now the team that you were two years ago with with uh, the little guy there, uh, Isaiah Isaiah Thomas. You're you're that's all you are. If you lose Kyrie Irving, you're going nowhere. You're the Nuggets. You're one of like the good story teams. Yeah, you're you're not you're not going anywhere. Gian- this is how I feel about Giannis too. Giannis is a guy who plays off his highlights. When Giannis is do- putting up highlights, dunking on guys, swatting guys, he can take over a whole game. You got to take away those highlights. 
If he's going to score, give him some baskets here and there. Make it not matter. You can let, you could even let him dunk the ball on you. My point is is that when 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 you're letting Giannis get Giannis and he's taking you to the lane and you're letting him score, that's a two. Right. Right. You but should be like the, the moment of basketball is to is to score the most points you can. If you're letting him get these twos, you can then go down the go down the court, get yourself a, a, a two or three, and you're right there or ahead of him. It's when it's when you start letting him penetrate and kick the ball out yeah. to these dudes sitting there on the three gets point involved. line and they're hitting, they're jacking up threes and, they, and they're hitting threes. That's when you lose the game. That's when it gets away from you. Change it, change the Red yeah. Sox. <laughs> Are you trying to tell us something, James? <laughs> Did you mean to do that? No, I mean, we could move on because I don't no, know what else uh, to say about the Celtics. Like tune in Monday. I don't know. Oh, I tried to oh, get oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. I started doing what when I play uh, Chell. Yeah, my goalie just went down. I'm trying to press all the buttons just starting <laughs> to get back up. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, there's one other thing. Someone was texting me. Uh, a listener was actually texting me about uh, about the the Bucks and the the Celtics series, or whatever. And and one thing I said. One thing I said about the Bucks. This has really nothing to do with basketball. They're such an ugly team. And I don't mean like style of play. I mean like legitimately their players are disgusting. Like the Celtics when they won the championship. When the Celtics won, they had the ugliest team the ever. All, Sam Cassell, team. Kevin <laughs> yeah. Garnett, Pierce, Ray Allen looks like an alien. Uh, Eddie House, James Posey. These were some ugly dudes, but they would fight. They look like fighters. That's what literally yeah. like look at the headshots of the Bucks. Like, or just watch the game like like uh, Chris Middleton. Ooh. Ilyasova is like oh. Ilyasova looks like guy uh, another Will Ferrell reference semi pro yeah. ugly <laughs> what is he called the ugly Latvian <laughs> yeah they so are so true yeah. it's so simple. I mean when you're ugly like, all you can do is shoot in the gym you like, can't really go out it, it, you know it, it's like they're like it, it's like brutal <laughs> it's, and I'm like Bledsoe, this really has nothing to do with basketball Eric whatsoever. Bledsoe's face looks like it melted a little bit like, like it just looks like Brooks Bro- <laughs> You know, Brooks Lopez looks, <laughs> looks like Sideshow Bob. Got a and there's two cut. of them. There's two of them. Him and his brother. His brother actually looks like Sideshow because he has the poofy hey, hair. Hey, we, we get a haircut. Like if Sideshow Bob shaved his head, that, that's that's what Brooks Lopez. Again, has nothing to do with basketball no. or anything with the series whatsoever. It's just like, like that's that's my level of basketball. Not this is an ugly team. Yeah. People, people skimming through the show notes can be like, BSS hate Columbus, Ohio, and think the Bucks are an ugly team. <laughs> So, so true. So, here's what I think I'm going to do. I think that we are going to, we're 58 minutes into this episode, minus the intro, so we're like 53-ish minutes. I think we're going to save the Red Sox, and we're going to try and figure out how to do a four-man crew. Okay. We're going to wait for Bill to get home, and we're going to roll a Red Sox episode. After he's home, okay. It is a first. We've never done four, we've never done four people on the podcast, and I honestly don't even know if I can do it. But I'm gonna try like hell. Okay. So, Maddie, thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. It was awesome. James with the uh, James Cam, way to way to kill it today. You you did well. Thank you, everybody. Loved it. So if you check us out, I, I didn't know if he was ending. I didn't. <laughs> it was kind of a cliffhanger there. <laughs> thank you. I, I like the suspense. And then. It, it, Good thing we have the camera because then I saw him like look down, so I knew he was done talking. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> or oh, am I? Oh, I guess. I guess. I, 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 what if I wanted to do the? You know what? Steal, take but... take him off. You you can yeah. do that, right? Like, yeah. 
There, oh. Hey, hey, no one. L- so he can control his <laughs> microphone. He can control his on and off microphone, but he can't control whether he's on or off the screen. It's I have the ability to me. do that. Um, no, thank you guys for, for uh, tuning into Twitch. If you have not yet checked us out on Twitch, we have redone our layout, and I think it looks awesome. It so looks if, if nothing else, um, at least stop in and view this later. It's twitch.tv slash the syndicate network. You can always you can always view it. You can pop up. You can see the uh, you can see the James Cam, what we actually talk about um, every pretty much every episode. The phenomenon. And, um, Except in June. You will see some I gotta see if I can get it right. Down on the bottom corner there. Oh well well there we go. Down in the bottom corner down there. (laughs) Right below me. That's that's about three yards down. That's where you can uh, you can find us on bostonsportsyndicate.com. You can use code BSS on SeatGeek if you're planning on going to a game or concert, mm-hmm. and you can save yourself $20 off of your first purchase. I know a couple people have used it, so thank you uh, to those people. You also can shop Fanatics um, from our website. If you click mm-hmm. the little link there, we get a, a fun little... Uh, Fun little kickback, and there's there's also some uh, some savings that you can have. There's some codes that we can put in, um, and you can save whether it's like ten percent or twenty percent or free shipping or whatever. But you have to read our articles in order to see them because they're at the bottom of our article. Mm-hmm. So bostonsportssyndicate.com for all of that. Um, our Instagram is going hot and heavy thanks to James. Our Twitter's going pretty hot and heavy thanks to Chris. Those are at Boston Sports S Y N. Uh, we love to interact. We love to. Uh, some of them are funny. Some of them are serious. Some of them are just news. Some of them are our thoughts. So um, there's a whole lot of stuff going the on. Three there, stars so. are mainly there. So always comment on what you think. Our yeah, if, yeah. Stars if you disagree are. with us, I, actually, someone, someone, this is what I don't understand. Some, someone reached out to me and didn't say anything on the actual on the actual post. But like people reach out to me personally and be like, "Why did you do this? Why did you do that? Why don't you include the other teams?" And it's like. Comment on, comment on, comment on the pictures. We don't include the other teams because we're Boston Sports City. That's, that's what I told them. Thank but, you. But if you, uh, you know, if you have, if you Thank have any you questions, next. feel free to tweet them to us. Yep. You can send them to us on it. Whatever, whatever you want to do, reach we'll out back to, to you. us. We, uh, <clears throat> we do, uh, we do love interacting with with people, and you know, we're just like we're just like you. So we like yeah, sports. We're just some guys who like to talk about sports. So we al- come join the conversation. We also have. I think again, all of us have joined um, OvertimeHeroics.com, mm-hmm. and that's a, it's a forum where literally you can post anything you want to about any sport, any team, and everyone will come. It's pretty. It's it's very categorized active. and awesome. Yeah, yep, it's, it's pretty very good. well organized. And it has not just like sports; it has wrestling, wrestling race, video games, mm-hmm. yep. video MMA, games, all of the sports video. Games. It's it's pretty fun. There's a James Cam thread that you got to hop on. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what's in the news right now: Game of Thrones, End Game, and James Cam. Yep. That, that's, what's better? That's yeah. all that the internet is yeah. raving about. That's that's Once all the buzz. Thing, it changes everything. Yep. So. I'm sure that's another spoiler, but it, whatever. We're neither here nor there. But yeah, uh, <laughs> this guy over here, yeah, he's trying to be subtle. He's gonna ruin the whole movie for me. Uh, but anyway, no, now thank you, <laughs> thank you guys, thank you guys for uh, for joining us on Twitch, and uh, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by I M C D M. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yes. See you back to back to